You're with Anita, the host of Parents Surviving Homeschooling podcast. My son and I are into our fourth week of homeschooling. Some countries have been doing it longer and some are about to start the roller coaster ride of ups and downs. There's something about real teachers that demands respect from kids. They sit up and they listen to their teacher at least more than they do at home. So now what? What do you do when your kids get all negative about being home with you to do their schoolwork? And how do you stop yourself from rocking in a corner from your own frustrations? So today we're talking about how to reframe negativity and the magic-like power it has to transform your house into a happy and productive place where you're not screaming at each other. When you start to master this simple trick, your kids might think you've learned some weird Jedi mind trick. Reframing is a really simple concept. In reframing, there are two types of people. People who exist above the line are those that accept responsibility, take ownership for their outcomes, and they hold themselves accountable. Generally, they're a pleasure to be around. Negativity lies below the line, where people blame each other, they make excuses for their actions, or lack thereof, and they reject accountability. Below the line drains everyone's energy and it's unproductive. So reframing is a process of moving someone from below the line to a more productive and happier place above the line. Now firstly, I acknowledge that every human experiences challenges and frustration. It's normal, I do, I get annoyed, I get frustrated and I yell. Yet it's what we do with that negativity that makes a real difference. Do you want to be the person that wallows in it or the person that acknowledges it and then gets on with life in a positive way? Your kids are experiencing a new way of learning and you're learning how to help them. I get it. Some of you have got some pretty big challenges right now. So how about we learn a simple trick to make our lives easier for ourselves, our kids, our partners and our work colleagues. Before we start, I'll explain why I think reframing is like magic. A few years back, I had a coaching client who was the most negative person I'd ever met. He was so far below the line that it was exhausting to be near him. He genuinely thought all of his problems were because of other people. He didn't see that he was the person in common in all of his conflicts. He blamed everyone else, he made excuses for his behaviour, and he never ever accepted responsibility. After the first session, I sat there dumbfounded. He was really hard to shift out of negativity. And then I realised that one of the most simple tools might be the most effective for this guy. It's reframing. It took a lot of energy, but after five sessions of coaching, he started to come around. I was pretty blown away that someone so stuck in their negativity could change, but you know what, he did. I never told him what I was doing, because if I did, he probably would have got defensive, put a wall up, and I wouldn't have gotten through. Instead, I just kept on reframing with future-focused open questions. And he left our coaching sessions a far happier man and ready to accept responsibility. So no matter how tough a kid, a partner, a work colleague, just stick at it, because it really does work. A simple way to reframe is turn the negative into a positive and ask an open question. So let's talk through some examples. A really common one is, I can't do it, it's too hard. So the negative word is hard. You can then ask, what would make it easier? What can you do to get one step closer? By asking what would make it easier, you're encouraging solution-focused thinking. The correct answer has to be a solution, right? So some will fight it and answer with more negativity, but keep at it, reframe them until they come up with a solution. You'll see them shift from a negative mindset to a positive solution-focused mindset. So another example is, I can't focus at home. You can then ask, so what does help you focus? How can you approach it differently? What do you need so that you can focus at home? You're turning that negativity into a positive and you're asking an open question. Another one is, this is impossible in the time frame. Some examples are, so what is possible in the time frame? How much time do you need? 
How can you make it work in the time frame given? And another one, which is probably pretty common right now. I'm terrible with technology. I can't do it. So which technology do you know how to use? How did you learn that? What do you need so that you can learn it? Think of the airline ads. The mum has to give herself oxygen before she helps the kids. So think of two below the line statements that you say or think. Write it down, underline the negative, and then reframe yourself on paper. Now, every time you catch yourself saying or thinking a below the line statement, stop, take a breath, and reframe yourself. Then plan ahead so that you're ready to reframe your kids, your partners, and your work colleagues. So write down three common negative statements that you hear and then reframe them now so that you're prepared next time you hear it and then practice. So who's ready to try this really simple Jedi mind trick called reframing? It's really easy, but it does take practice. Practice to think on your feet and change your response when you hear below the line statements. So remember below the line statements drain energy, they're stressful and they allow people to wallow in their negativity. Be the person that helps bring others back above the line into a place where they're happier, resilient, and productive. Today's downloadable resource walks you through the art of reframing and gives you space to practice reframing yourself and for those around you. Try it out and get ready for the next below the line statement that you hear. Then give yourself a high five, glass of champagne, whatever floats your boat when you see the difference that it makes. Check in daily for new episodes and make this your morning ritual with a cuppa before the day's madness starts. Join me tomorrow when I chat to a 10-year-old kid who's in his fourth week of homeschooling. He answers all of our questions about what goes on for kids, what motivates them, and most importantly, what the kids need from us to help them through it. Because homeschooling isn't about us. It's about making sure our kids get through it, still pass, and families still love each other at the end. Thanks for listening to Parents Surviving Homeschooling podcast with Anita Green. Download today's resource now, Reframing.